Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence, and by Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. This is AutoLine Daily for March 30th, 2011, and now the news. Are cracks starting to appear in the global automotive supply chain? The earthquake and tsunami in Japan may force automakers to rethink how they have restructured their supply chain. That's the opinion of Sean McElinden, an economist with the Center for Automotive Research. He says automakers may have consolidated their suppliers too much, meaning that if one goes down for whatever reason, there's no easy way to replace them. He says it's possible automakers share too many parts on too many models and in too many regions of the world. Again, if you lose one critical supplier, that means an across the board and an across the world series of shutdowns. Saab is trying to brush this off as not a big deal, but Bloomberg reports it had to halt production in Sweden because some suppliers stopped shipping parts. The suppliers were worried about getting paid. Saab says the issue was resolved and that production has resumed, but problems like this typically suggest that an automaker is having cash flow problems, meaning it's just not selling enough cars. Pietro Gorlier, the head of Mopar at Chrysler, says it is imperative that more dealerships in the Chrysler Group stay open on Saturdays and even Sundays. He says dealers need to regain customer service work and that quick oil changes can be a key to getting that work back. If you start losing the customer for the oil change, you not only miss the opportunity to sell other parts or accessories, but also you you break the relationship with the customer in the first uh, two, three years. And, uh, and so when it comes the moment to buy another car or going through a, a, a major repair, etc., the customer has been, um, has been lost. Pietro Gorlier is my guest on AutoLine Detroit this weekend. There's been a lot of rhetoric coming from the UAW president, Bob King, lately about how the union will try to win back concessions from the big three in negotiations later this year. But maybe those talks will not be as contentious after all. According to the Wall Street Journal, the vice president in charge of GM at the UAW, Joe Ashton, says the union would be open to accepting more lower wage positions as long as automakers keep jobs in the U.S., he also says the UAW would like pattern bargaining, meaning Ford, GM, and Chrysler would get similar contracts, but he admits that could change during negotiations. A few weeks ago, we told you about one ticked-off Lamborghini driver who publicly took a sledgehammer to his Gallardo because of problems with his dealer. Well, now it's Land Rover's turn. Chinese automotive site thetyco.com reports the owner of a Range Rover had his luxury SUV towed back to the dealership by a pair of donkeys. The truck, which cost 2 million yuan new, that's about 305,000 US dollars, had been in for repairs six times in one year, including an engine replacement. When it broke down for the seventh time, the driver had enough. He brought the vehicle back and is asking for a full refund. No word yet if he's getting one or not, but you know, you can't beat donkeys for reliability. Coming up next, it's time for You Said It. 
Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Ron Paris reacted pretty strongly to our reports on the lease cost of the electric cars from Smart and Volvo. He says, John, I am appalled by your naive and insulting comments about the high lease prices on Smart and Volvo EVs. Did it not even occur to you that maybe these cars did not benefit from layer upon layer of government subsidies lavished on cars like the Leaf and Volt? Well, Ron, I hate to break the news, but the lease prices that we quoted, almost $600 a month for the Smart and $2,100 for the Volvo, include the $7,500 federal tax credit. TJ Martin and a few others of you as well take issue with us saying anything nice about Hyundais. He says, I know Hyundai has their little ads showing up here from time to time, but it's about time for some solid guerrilla journalism such as Mr. Burgess has been practicing when reviewing the Hyundai Kia lineup. TJ, yep, the hardcore car critics love to find fault with Hyundais and Kias. Meanwhile, the people who go out and plunk down their hard-earned money on buying new cars have made these two car brands the fastest growing ones in the world. Speaking of Scott Burgess, Lex writes in to say, I hope Scott Burgess got a raise too. And Yummy1234098 thinks that Scott Burgess looks a lot like Billy Ray Cyrus. Just saying. Brett is against those who are against unions working together globally. He says, yeah, those dang unions got a lot of nerve not just rolling over for the fat cats and corporations. How dare they globalize like the corporations? How dare they not let themselves be demonized and snuffed out? Whoops, gotta run. Glenn Beck's coming on. You don't fool us at all, Brett. We know you don't watch Glenn Beck. Hey, don't forget to catch on to Autoline After Hours tomorrow night. If you want to know where Ford is going with its styling, here's your chance to learn all about it. Our guest will be Joel Paskowski, the head of exterior styling for Ford of the Americas. And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. How does 12 million impressions grab you? Get your advertising message in front of the most engaged automotive consumers in the world. Call me, Stacy Eman, at 586-255-1364.